What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM, and the number one, HAM1. And it's brought to you by BoxOfAwesome.com and the promo code HAM. BoxOfAwesome.com, promo code HAM. And we're not done, guy. No. LegacyBox.com slash HAM. LegacyBox.com slash HAM. Now to the segment. Uh, Alabama thirty-two and a half against Duke. Gross. You That's see Alabama's their big game this year. Like their best player on their team, or best player on defense. Oh yeah, who's probably going to be a first-round pick? Moses. Dylan Moses. Is it Dylan? Right. Dylan Moses torn ACL. That's that stinks, man. Um, what you? I mean, look, Oregon Auburn. Oregon's plus four. Uh, no, Oregon's plus three and a half. You know, massive game. Justin Herbert, big-time quarterback prospect. I don't know if it'll be the best defense he faces this year, but fantastic where, where, defense. Where, I always forget this. Where is the game? Jerry's World? I, somebody said, I thought it was at NRG, but maybe it is Jerry's World. But it's, it's not in Auburn. No. Uh, I, I just, you know, looking at the pressure on Oregon, looking at their schedule this year, just knowing when you play in the North, the teams they have to play. Yeah, it's in Arlington. This thing is just... I don't know if it could be any more must-win for them. And the pressure on this conference, or the pressure that they take for the conference, which has taken a beating these last several years. And now people are starting to really just, like, kick them when they're down. Because I saw Jeff Schwartz had a good tweet. Stuart Mandel or, you know, McMurphy was like, the Pac-12 is now 0-5 in their last five games against the AAC and Mountain West. 
And Schwartz is like, yeah, well, it's Oregon State and UCLA and Arizona are the three teams that are 0-5. So they're the three worst teams. But, like, the counter, like, it's just that that's the perception right now, and the perception's often reality. I just, I just close my eyes and go, do you picture Mario Cristobal beating Gus Melzon when they've had eight months to get ready? That, that's where I struggle with, guy. Not, you know the roster better than me, and I know they're good. Uh, and they've had a bunch of these sweet JC guys transfer, and they always have talent. And but it's, but it's not like well, Auburn's just it's just they've just been they stole a couple guys from Fresno State. Last time I checked, Auburn gets pretty good dudes too. Yeah, right? they, they're not going to be chopped liver. Now he is. Isn't Auburn going with a true freshman quarterback? Yeah, Bo Nix. This is where I think I give Crystal Ball credit when you. Say What's that what you guy said? like a one star? <laughs> yeah, um, like. Mario Cristobal has been building to a game like this by, in the way he's built his roster. And they have been... When you're like, well, what's Mario Cristobal do? Well, he's nailing recruiting, like crushing recruiting, right? They have some people... I mean, it's one of the best offensive lines in the country, and part of it is this true sophomore left tackle who is, I mean, in two years, it could be Trevor Lawrence one, Panay Sewell two, in two drafts. So... They want to pound the rock. I think the question for me with them is they lost a couple. They're wide receivers. They got a guy hurt. Micah Pittman, who is the SC younger brother, Michael Pittman. Here's here's what I got on Bo Nix. He was the number one pro-style quarterback in the class last year. Yeah. (laughs) But it's a true freshman's first start. Yeah, which is tough. And Oregon's experienced on defense. Um, New defensive coordinator. But I think they got a real shot in this game. Uh, in part because they got the they got the guy back. Like to me, this game is all about is Justin Herbert's going to be a top half of the first round quarterback next year? Okay, like I can say that right now. I haven't seen him play. He's going to be a top fifteen pick next year. The question is: Is he a top fifteen pick because of his skills, or is he a top fifteen pick because of his skills and he put together a great year? Which is it? Like if Josh I'm Allen's a top fifteen, I'm I'm gonna counter that a little bit. Do you think he's one hundred percent top fifteen quarterback next year? Because I I do see a path for him maybe being like a late first rounder. If yeah, I, I'm just saying. Like I th- I know what you're saying. Are, he, he, well, he's got t- he's got number one overall talent. Yeah, odds are I'm just if Josh Allen's yeah. a top fifteen pick, odds are this. But you're right. There's a chance it's just whatever. Just given there's so many quarterbacks in the league. But I just think like even if he's not I know great, like just based on his skill set is fantastic. He's so- he's fucking huge. He's Kyle smart. probably thinks he's, he's likable. He's got a cannon. Like he's got all this stuff, John. What'd you say? Kyle probably take him in the sixth. Thinks he's sixth <laughs> yeah, because he, he doesn't hate him. But the, so, like to me, he's got all this stuff that you just get drafted on. If he, you know, God forbid, gets hurt on the first snap and doesn't play the whole year, he's a top fifteen pick probably. But yeah. the question is, like, is is, is it going to be because of that plus? Because now it's like that plus. If he has a great year, does he go ahead of? Is he the number one overall pick? And like this game is going to be a big part of what people are saying about him when we're in the draft next year. How did he play against Auburn with all their dudes, with their defensive line that's supposed to be really good? Yeah, well, I'm just reading this. The winner of Oregon-Auburn projects to be the one of the eight most likely playoff teams according to the All-State playoff predictor. So whoever wins this game, and this is the nature of playing a huge game week one or two, whether that team, like, that team doesn't necessarily have to go on to be great. Just the momentum of that win, then if you take care of business, you're in the driver's seat, right? Like, yeah. Auburn wins this game, 
and this is where the SEC benefits from, if Auburn wins this game and then Oregon goes on to be a 10-2 and two team and Auburn's only one loss to Alabama, like they're going to have a pretty good argument to get in the playoffs, right? Right. Where Oregon, I, I just think that... Well, I think, I think for think, Oregon what it is is it's going to be really hard Odds are you're not going unbeaten. No one's gone unbeaten in the Pac-12 era. But yeah, but I but I think the odds of getting a one-loss Pac-12 team in the playoffs is probably slim to none because more than likely you're going to get at least one, if not two, unbeaten teams in other conferences. And then we know the SEC that second-place team probably getting it. It's just they're fighting an uphill battle. And this is where I'm talking about the perception guy. I think for the Pac-12 to get in this year, and again, I mean, there's so much to be played out. Don't you think the team probably has to go undefeated? No, I mean, it, it, well, you might, but to me it's not going to be a perception issue. It's just a matter of, like like I always say, last year there were three unbeatens. There were, in the previous history of the college football playoff, which is not very long, there had only been a total of three unbeatens. Now you look at, Clemson's going unbeaten this year. Alabama's probably going unbeaten this year. Okay. So the question then becomes, is Notre Dame unbeaten? Is well, one so loss, he, 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 what about he, he, one loss? Yeah, so but here, here's my in the let me just say this real quick. If you're a one-loss team, you've got a shot. Like you've controlled what you can control. You've got a chance. If you get if you don't get in because fuck, there's three unbeaten's, then you, then okay. Well, that's that, part of the deal. I, I well, I think that I think that rings true for Texas or Michigan or whatever. But I think the problem is if you just go, well, there's four one-loss teams and an undefeated Clemson. No doubt, you go, Clemson's in. The SEC team is a lock-in. You would say, well, the SEC second place team's got a legit case. You just see, like, the Pac-12 probably is already behind. No, for sure. I'm just saying, like, in the whole perception debate, like, if you want, if you were a one-loss team, no one can talk shit about you. Like, you lost Auburn, whatever. No one's like, like, fuck you guys. Like, talk shit about somebody else. You can't talk shit about them. You didn't get the playoff. Well, okay, fine. I was a, I was great. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah, that, that's where I hope these guys that the Pac-12 does get an undefeated team, so they do make the playoffs. Because that's what I think. It do, as yeah, you're sit, right. As, as we sit did, here today, true. either you did or you didn't. I, I think the Pac-12 to get into the playoffs, assuming that there are going to be three or four one-loss teams from like the major conferences. Because I think if you look around this year, separate Clemson, who's just I mean Trevor Lawrence. I looked up his numbers today. Was thirteen or twenty three last night? One touchdown and two picks, and they beat the shit out of Georgia. Etn Tech, yeah, Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Etn Tech. was a beast. He said he's like, yeah, I, didn't, I played shitty. That was his comment after the game. You see T Higgins touchdown catch? Uh, well, who's T Higgins? The the Clemson wideout. They're so sweet. I mean, they're just so the, to me, they're like a basic lock because they, they're a lock if they're if they if they're a one loss team. Then they do got, play. A, they do play A and M this year. Texas A and M. Yeah, next week, right? I, ne- I think next week's docket's pretty good. Isn't Texas LSU next week? There's some pretty good games. Uh, I, and I hate doing that with football season. I'm basically a coach. You know, after you get a big win, ten seconds into your, you know, the Michelle Tavoya, whoever's handing you the mic, you're like, we're already, we already got to get locked into. To ASU or to, to Iowa State, they're always talking about the next team. Like, fuck, just you, just, you work all week and you don't even enjoy the win. It's yeah. like we're already we're already thinking about like uh, you, you know what uh what Paul Chris likes to do with his motions. It's like Jesus Christ, that's a crazy part about coaches. Like they can't even enjoy the win. But uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this game is enormous. It's enormous for Oregon just because of the hype, just because of the quarterback, and I, I think on from an NFL draft standpoint. If Herbert 
he just throws three or four touchdowns and looks awesome against a team that's going to be just – Auburn's going to probably be pretty good. That would be a go a long way to kind of flexing his muscles. Yeah. I, I do think it's going to be a little hard, like, for example, Tua. The counters on Tua are going to be pretty easy. Well, he doesn't have a great arm. He's playing with the best team in the country. And that's – I think Trevor Lawrence is going to get that probably next year. Well, the talent around him is so elite. With Herbert, it's, he's going to kind of elevate some guys a little bit. Yeah, that's part of the deal. He's going to have to, yeah. So – he could just have a massive, you know, flex. Go flex on him, mm-hmm. you know, with four or five touchdowns with everyone watching. I would imagine this is the five o'clock ABC game, right? Herb yeah, it's, this is yeah, this is Herbie. This is the game. You see Herbie's? I didn't realize this, but you got two kids playing for Clemson. I didn't know that either. How badass is that? The comments on it are just great. Like, oh, too good for Ohio State now, Kurt. <laughs> well, he lives in that. Na- like, guys, you know, he moved Clemson. to Nashville. Well, then it's just Clemson responses like, yeah, he wants to win natties now. Oh, yeah, we got five in our history. And it's everyone's like, yeah, we've won two of the last three. And it's just that's the entire of the ESPN tweet. That's like kind of emotional. You can tell it's a pretty powerful moment for him and his kids. You can eat Corso's like, soak this up, man. I coached my kid at Indiana. Like, it was just a cool moment. Mm-hmm. And the comments are just a war zone of face-painted avatars of Clemson and of Ohio State and just a couple like Michigan, like I wouldn't have gone to Ohio State either, like throwing jabs. Yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah. it was fantastic. I read them all. <laughs> like when I see there's like seven replies to one tweet, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good little thread. I do like Oregon and the points in this game, John, but that might be some. I, I don't know if I'm a. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'm uh, on them. I, Too deep I really into want. Weeds. I might. I just really want Oregon to be good. Yeah, I want him too. I just. Have you talked to Mario? I mean, do you think he's. Is he good enough? Um, well, he's not a coordinator. He just wants to run the rock. So, I mean, he's done his job. Like, yeah, I mean, like, he's recruiting his ass off, John. So, yeah, but I mean, so you, he does not call the offensive plays? No. Marcus Arroyo is their offensive coordinator. Andy Avalos from Boise State is their defensive coordinator. So and he's uh, CEO. And he wants to fucking pound the ball. Like, Cause is he even the O-line coach or no? He just I don't know. I mean, that's his history, but I don't think he is technically. He probably does it. But there, so, I know yeah. this. Their O-line's legit. So if this goes well, like he's got a pretty good gig then, right? Yeah, but but again, like I like he to this point, the stuff you evaluate CEO head coaches on, he's like he is recruiting his face off. Yeah, so and they got money I, to pay coordinators, so it could work. I mean, Jim Levitt's gone. They hired a guy that everybody thinks is good. Where is old Jim Levitt? I think he's just hanging. That was kind of weird the way that all ended, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So. Like this that game, wasn't means about was that because Jim Levitt wasn't his guy; it was Taggart's guy. Yeah, and then Jim Member wanted the job when Taggart left. Like they interviewed against oh, yeah. each other for the job. So it basically, like came down to those two guys at the end. Yeah, I don't know if it came down to them, but that's what it felt like on the outside. I don't know if like they thought about. I don't know how seriously they considered giving Levitt the job. Is what I mean. Yeah, Cristobal had a big leg up in the uh, in the interview process. Uh, well, well, I he remember, been, like, a bunch of players signed a thing that said they wanted him, delivered it to the AD. I was saying, Chris Ball's been a head coach, but Levitt had too, right? He'd been yeah. a head coach at UCF. So. Right. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, enjoy the weekend. and. Uh, oh, yeah, Washington State, Washington. 7 o'clock Saturday night, John. I'll be watching. I actually might go to Cal UC Davis tomorrow. Oh, nice. What time is that game? I think 3.30. So, you can go for a couple hours and bounce. You know? Get home. For, get, well... Oregon Auburn's at four thirty. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna record it because I'm probably gonna miss some of it. But it's like I pretty cool. I you grew up going to Cal games. Yeah, 
Dad was a big UC Davis guy, and I think UC Davis is legit. I mean, it's this could be a closer game than I think people think. I agree with you because Cal ain't exactly uh, Mike Leach or he ain't gonna they ain't gonna throw up fifty points probably. Right? Defense is good, but now I do. I think I saw a stat like in the history of the like I think they've shut out UC Davis a lot in their history. They've well, th- this like might seven be or nine this times. might be the best team in the history of UC Davis's program. Returning all these starters from the first ever division. The quarterback's one supposed to be pretty team. good. Yeah, I mean, I. Producing NFL guys, Keelan Doss. I don't know if you heard he's from Alameda. <laughs> I have heard. God. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 